Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. I'm your host, Big Dom Siciliano, filling in for the General. I hope you're all having a fantastic weekend. We have a lot of great stuff to get to today, including some Oktoberfest maneuvers. And we're going to be talking bratwursts and sampling beer and talking barbecue and talking tailgating and all of our favorite things. But we start the show with heavy hearts. Um, Cigar Dave... A friend of all of ours here in Humidor 1A, uh, we've known him for years and, and we love him. He's uh, His father passed this week, Dr. Z, Surgeon General of the Cigar Army and friend to all of us and Cigar Dave's father. And uh, he's very close with his parents. And uh, joining me now, Steve Versnick, producer of the Cigar Dave program. Yeah, and that's why Dave hasn't uh, been here the last couple of weeks. He's been uh, tending to his father, who was who take, took ill, and uh, unfortunately this week uh, passed away, um, but no longer in pain and in a better place. You know, uh, thank you very much to all the uh, friends and family who's reached out to Dave this week. I know it means a lot to him, but uh, he passed on Tuesday night, and uh, Dave will be back next week, and he'll be carrying on, and I'm sure he'll have stories to tell. Uh, both about this uh, crazy week in his life and uh, and about his old man. You know, uh, Dr. Z has been to many Cigar Dave events. I know he's been to a bunch of Buffalo shows, a couple of Tampa shows, and uh, obviously as as close as any son and father could be was Dave and his father. So this is a tough time for Dave. Any uh, messages of support or uh, condolences you'd like to give him? I'm sure he'd love to hear it. But, of course, uh, our thoughts with Cigar Mother, Cigar yeah. Sister. The whole family. And the whole, Dave, of course, the yeah, whole, the whole uh, family. The whole family, absolutely. You know, And uh, we know that Dr. Z touched a bunch of lives in the Buffalo area where he's from and had a practice and thousands of patients and more, mm. more than thousands of friends and, uh, by all accounts, a, a great man who lived a great life. And uh, our thoughts and prayers are with Dave and his family. So the general will be back next week, fear not. And... Uh, He'll be back at the helm. However, for this week, he gave us one order. Proceed forth, and we will. And the show will, uh, although we'll have heavy hearts, we will do our best to uh, make the general proud, and we're going to talk about anything and everything that has to do with cigars and beers and broads and all the things that we love, and we know that Dr. Z loved as well. We will carry it on. So, Steve, thank you very much. And uh, Cigar Dave's uh, Twitter handle. Uh, Cigar Dave Show or uh, Facebook slash Cigar Dave. Uh, any messages you'd like to send along? Um, he's checking that constantly, and uh, uh, we all are. And like I said, our thoughts are with uh, the family. And uh, uh, Doctor Z took ill, and, and you know, but he's in a better place now. So. Absolutely. 
All right, so as uh, following Cigar Dave's orders, I will proceed forth with great vigor and carry on the program for these two hours. I am honored that you are taking time out of your Saturday to join us. And uh, from one great man, Dr. Z, we're going to talk about another great man. (laughs) No, not myself. Oh, stop it. We're going to talk about Winston Churchill. Quite possibly one of my favorite men in all of history. One, because he was a great leader. Two, because he helped crush those damn Nazis in WWII. Three, because he was kind of a chubby guy. I support chubby men who are in position of authority, which may be why I vote for Chris Christie. Maybe not. I don't know. That's really the only reason why I vote for people. I vote for people pending the size of their girth. And I mean weight when I say that. Anyway, Winston Churchill. Uh... Leader of uh, Great Britain through World War II, and we love him here on the Cigar Dave Show because the guy had an affinity for cigars. I believe the story goes when young Winston was a youth, he traveled to Cuba, and when he was there, he discovered cigars, and he brought them back to the disgusting place of England. I mean, think about it. What does England really have going for it? Not much. I mean, what? unless you like potatoes and lamb, but Winston Churchill brought cigars to England, gave them a, well, I'm sure they were there before Churchill. However, he brought them to prominence. Great world leader, great man. And uh, the thing is about Winston Churchill is he smoked so many cigars that, that there's a lot of them that are around. And every once in a while, we'll see a story about how one of his uh, cigars that he never quite got to, you know, one of one of his cigars that were in his uh, private humidor or auctioned off, and it's kind of cool, right? You know, I mean, how much would you pay for one of Winston Churchill's cigars? Well, we have one that was half-smoked. Half-smoked? Half-smoking? Half-puffed? Whatever the proper grammar is, let me tell you, Winston Churchill was puffing on it uh, in 19... 19- 53 at the uh where is it? it was at the like the Bermuda summit with with Dwight Eisenhower and the French prime premier Joseph Lanille I guess I don't keep track of the French leaders however the three of them were in this room for a couple of days talking about whatever the hell it was world leaders talk about when they get together and when it was over one of the uh, one of the officers outside were told hey get in there and clean that room up and some of the officers took souvenirs one officer took uh, a couple of flags. Big deal, a couple of flags. What are you going to do with a couple of flags? Wave them at yourself on parade day? Really? That's and another officer took the cigar, half-smoked, still lit at the time, which kind of boggles my mind a little bit. Winston's getting up and leaving the table with the half-lit cigar right there. Why not take it with you, Winston? That's what I'm thinking. However, Sergeant Rudolph Hughes said, after the conference that lasted several hours, the room emptied. Uh, a couple of other, a couple of uh, cap, a couple of cap, a uh, captain Sinnott and myself and others went to went in there for souvenirs. Sinnott, yeah, Sinnott's the guy. He took a couple of flags from each country. <laughs> Big deal. Who cares? Myself, uh, Sergeant uh, Rudolph Hughes speaking here. I took Winston Churchill, still smoking cigar from his ashtray, stubbed it out, and he has kept it for fifty years. Now, if you're doing math and you're relatively good at it, you're putting together. You're like, whoa, hold on. Happened in 1953, 50 years later is 2003, this is 2014. Well, all of these quotes came about 10 years ago when he sold it to a private collector. He sold it 10 years ago for how much did he sell it for? He uh, doesn't say how much he sold it for. However, at auction, it's hoping to get $4,500. Now, I have to tell you, I'm not a man of great means. However, if I were a man of great means, I would love to own this. 
I would walk into that auction house right now, boom, drop 10 G's on it, and walk home with Winston Churchill's cigar. How cool would that be? It would be very cool is what the answer is, people. It would be very cool. Uh, the auction... Uh, I think it has since ended. Uh, I think it ended like maybe uh, maybe a week ago or so. It is, it, so it is no longer an active auction. However, I'm I'm trying to find online what it actually went for. Uh, here, unused cigars of Winston Churchill's usually sell for a few hundred pounds, which probably a couple of hundred dollars. But collectors love the half smoked ones. Absolutely, that's the one I would want. I wouldn't want one that's unsmoked. Just knowing that Churchill had puffed away on this uh, cigar is a huge deal. Yeah, so very cool auction happening right now. I wish I had an extra five grand just laying around. I wish I had. Steve, do you have an extra five grand back there in Master Control? I could just borrow and buy remnants of Winston Churchill cigars. That's you know that's what we'll do. We'll, we'll put it on the generals tab. When it gets back, you'll see it. And you know what? He would appreciate it. Yeah, of of all the men I know who would truly appreciate it. Not that Dave's going out spending five thousand dollars every other day on frivolous things. However, Winston Churchill's stogie. You betcha. No question. When we get back, we will continue with our pleasure maneuvers. You are welcome to join us. You can tweet us at any time at Cigar Dave Show. You can tweet me personally at Big Dom, B-I-G-D-O-M, then my last name, Siciliano. I'd be happy to hear from you. If you think I'm doing a great job, hey, please tell me. If you think I suck, please tell me. But don't worry. Cigar Dave will be back next week uh, at the helm here in Humidor 1A. Joining us on the show today, we have Brady Fisher from Brady's Backyard Barbecue, my favorite barbecue dive located in Safety Harbor, Florida. We're going to be talking bratwursts. We're going to be drinking some beer. Next hour, we're talking to Missouri Matt, son of Colonel Ange Puccio, who's a home brewer. Who knew? I've met the guy half a dozen times. He never said, I'm a brewer. Which, you know, if you home brew, you should have to tell people because I quite frankly think it's awesome. We're going to be talking to him next hour about some of the intricacies of of forming a brewery in your own home. And we talk about some of the different craft beers. Craft beers is a big deal. It's a really big deal right now. It, I mean, it's, it's taken off. Craft breweries are popping up all over the country. You go to bars these days, they have 50 different beers on tap, and I think it's awesome. So we're going to talk to him about some of the beauties and intricacies of the craft brewing business. He's not a professional guy. He does it at home for his own enjoyment of he and for he and his friends. But uh, I'd love to know the process. And, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get into it. You know, maybe I will trade my current hobby of eating a whole half gallon of ice cream every other night. I'll trade that hobby in for home brewing. I'm sure my wife will be just as thrilled with me. Either way, I'm going to finish it up with a cigar. We'll be joining you. Oh, we'll, be back in, we'll be back in a minute. This is the Cigar Dave Show. If you miss a part of the show, you can download the podcast to listen anytime. Go to iTunes and search Cigar Dave or log on to CigarDave.com. The sword, a symbol of strength honor and prestige the sword the symbol of monte cristo introducing the new espada by monte cristo 
Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers, celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities, blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros, crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play store, Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime, any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. Defending your rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Since when the hell did we start playing disco on the Cigar Dave show? What's that called? That's awesome. All right. Hey, welcome to the Cigar Dave show. I am Big Dom Siciliano filling in for the General. He'll be back next week. Welcome to the program. So, if you're a sports fan like myself, that means you like to watch football with one hand in your pants. That also means you saw the Buffalo Bills last week. Favorite team of Cigar Dave and his family kick the crap out of the Detroit Lions last week. Okay, they didn't really kick the crap out of them. It was a 17-14 game. However, any game that Buffalo wins, I'm calling it an ass kicking. And they came back in the last uh, couple of minutes of the game. 
Congratulations to the Bills. Three and two on the season. Quite frankly, I didn't think they'd win three games this whole decade. So I am surprised pleasantly by their play. And I got to tell you, since I went to Buffalo recently for Cigar Dave's Smoke on the Water Festivity, I'm, I'm kind of a secret Buffalo Bills fan myself. I mean, sure, you know, I'm from the Cigar City. I root for the Buccaneers, which is doing me a whole lot of good so far this season. However, I have a soft spot in my heart for the Buffalo Bills. The soft spot a little lower than my heart's my belly. The soft spot a little lower than that. We're not going to go in there. Couple of things about the game. Couple of observations. And I'm not trying to make this the big sports talk segment. But, one, Jim Schwartz, former coach of the Lions. Now, I think, what, defensive coordinator for the Bills. The Bills win game five and they carry their defensive coordinator off the field. Okay. First of all, Jim Schwartz, you're a halfway decent football coach. You're in the pros. By all accounts, your life has gone remarkably remarkably better than mine. However, don't be a douchebag, all right? It's game five letting your team carry you off the field. How about you win something? How about you win anything besides a game against Detroit, which, quite frankly, my grandmother and a couple of her friends from the Canasta Club could have given them a tough game. That aside... Next point about the big Buffalo Bills-Detroit Lions game. Kyle Orton, who I never really liked. I mean, it's nothing personal. I mean, it's kind of fickle how people say, I don't like that guy. You never know him. I've never said two words to him. Most likely, I'll never say two words to him ever in my whole life. But I never really cared for him. Denver, you know, it was he was like against, uh, he played against Tebow for a little while. You know, maybe I like Tebow, but I don't know if that's why. I know he played for... The Bears for a little bit. I know he was a backup in in Dallas for a little while. And then I was hoping Kyle Orton would just go the hell away. Well, guess who came back last week, boys and girls? For the Buffalo Bills. I had no idea the guy was still in the league, quite frankly. Backup quarterback for the Buffalo Bills steps in, leads him to victory. Kyle Orton, looking like a hairy ragamuffin. Still didn't like the guy, even though I had that soft spot for the Buffalo Bills. And then this picture comes out. Kyle Orton looking straight up ass like he's straight out of 1978. Wearing a suit that doesn't match for anything and a big gaudy ugly ass blue striped tie. First of all, I love it. He has the same fashion sense I do, which is nice to know. And he has got a humongous cigar puffing out of his mouth. That is the way you celebrate a victory. Not having your lineman carry you off the field, Jim Schwartz, but by puffing on a big old nasty cigar. Good for you, buddy. Kyle Orton, first of all, I'd like to apologize. I prejudged you. I judged you prematurely. I thought you were a jackass. Turns out, you're the second coolest guy I know. The first coolest guy? Dom DeLuise. But he's dead, so it doesn't really count. So you, Kyle Orton, congratulations. Officially, this week, the coolest guy I know for smoking that cigar. Mm, and it's a good-looking picture. Steve, can we tweet this picture out? Send it out to our followers. It is, it's just a cool, funky picture. And if I told you this picture was taken in the late 70s, if this guy just got finished walking out of a voting booth voting for Jimmy Carter, you would be like, I'd believe that. And if I told you that's actually Kyle Orton, I guess current starting quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, how do you go back to E.J. Manuel now? I don't know. I'm not a football coach. Let me tell you what I am pissed off about. E.J. Manuel. 
back when we had the Buffalo Smoke on the Water festivities a couple of weeks ago, and we had a great, great time up there. Tremendous crowd. Absolutely fantastic. I know Steve had the time of his life setting up all the all the uh, uh, television equipment. We made the EJ Manual steak. The EJ stood for extra juicy. We should have made the EC Manual steak extra crappy. That's how you've been playing, my friend. That's how you've been playing. Hey, you know what? The pros aren't Florida State, are they? Huh? Huh? King of the Hill at Florida State. Come to the Buffalo Bills. Doesn't quite work out the way you planned. I'll tell you what I am happy about. Remember that, uh, remember that uh, what was it? Salami Watkins? Huh? So let me tell you how much time and thought and energy I put into creating the Salami Watkins sandwich. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Okay, stop. That's how much time I invested in making the Salami Watkins sandwich. And let me tell you this. It was one of the best damn things I grilled. I'll give you the recipe. I can give it to you right now because the whole recipe takes like 10 seconds. Ready? Take a piece of salami, throw it on a grill, top it off with some provolone cheese, put it on a bun, boom, done. That's the sandwich, and it is awesome. Somebody said something. What did they say to me? They said, they said, they said, there's nothing wrong with that. And I said, you know what? There is nothing wrong with that sandwich. And I'll tell you this. There's nothing right about it either. But it is delicious. The Salami Watkins sandwich. I think somewhere on uh, CigarDave.com we have the recipe if you want to check it out. But do you really need to check it out? Because this is the recipe. Salami on the grill. Once it gets a little hot, top it with provolone cheese. Once it melts, put it in a bun. Put it in your face. It's the whole recipe. It's absolutely fantastic. Who do the Bills play this week? Ah, who cares is the answer. Oh, the Patriots. Okay, great. So maybe Kyle Orton's win streak stops after one. I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. However, either way, Kyle, win or lose, you light that bad boy up. You piss off those pleasure police. You knock yourself out, young man. This is coming from me, Big Dom Siciliano, your brand new number one fan. And I'll tell you this. I'll make you this promise. If I ever hear anybody talking crap about you, Kyle Orton, I'll punch him dead in the mouth. That's it. That's how I roll. Why? Because when you have a friend like me, you don't need any more. Next break, or after the break, we will have the litation ceremony. And we've got a great one, right, Steve? We have a great cigar. We're going to be a Rocky Patel. Okay, I love it. Rocky is yet to produce something I don't want to put in my mouth. And we're going to be doing it next. Also, we'll be talking with Brady Fisher from Brady's Backyard Barbecue. And we're going to kick around some Oktoberfest-related shenanigans. So stay right there. This is The Cigar Dave Show. Cigar Dave Officers Club selection this month is the Aging Room Small Batch Quattro F55 from Boutique Blends. The Quattro F55 is a small batch production, box-pressed, and is a medium to full-bodied cigar with flavor, aroma, and character. Not a member of the Officers Club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com. Hey, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no. It's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. 
Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up The Banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo-jumbo. And The Banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase The Banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of The Banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. All right, today we have from Rocky Patel the Catch-22. Mmm. Can't wait to puff on this. Offered in four sizes, the MSRP, Manufacturer Suggested Retail Price. Usually they save that for cars. The MSRP. The MSRP on this bad boy is under 550 You know what that means. It's in my cigar buying zone. I have this thing about cigars over 6 bucks. I let other people buy them from me. For me. No question. You know, when I'm smoking a cigar that costs over 6 bucks, I'll tell you right now, Cigar Dave gave it to me. Or I stole it from him. One of the two. But... But that's when. So this is awesome. The cigar uh, the cigar we have today for National Litation, the Rocky Patel Catch-22. 550, you can't beat it. A well-balanced, medium-bodied cigar that offers solid, earthy core accompanied with flavors of coca. Coca? Cocoa. Cocoa? Cocoa. Which one is it? C-O-C-O-A. Coca? Cocoa. Hot cocoa? Hot cocoa. Hot cocoa. Hot cocoa was this stripper I knew back in the day. And let me tell you, I thought she really liked me, but she didn't. But anyway, years later, I still remember her. Back to the cigar. It has a little bit of the sweetness as well. All right, fantastic. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. All right, I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot my cutter at home. So, that means I'm doing it Wild West style. I'm biting the end off of it. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. That's me spinning the butt of the cigar out. I really forgot my, my cutter at home. What kind of filling host am I on the Cigar Dave show? I don't bring my own damn cutter. And, uh, 
I forgot my cutter at home, you can bet I forgot my lighter. So today's incendiary device flame-throwing creation is a Bic lighter. There we go. There we go. Cigar, Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Hmm. Mm. Very nice, mm. very nice uh, medium body on the palate. I taste the coca, just like I tasted hot cocoa back in the day. Uh, absolutely fantastic, fantastic stick. Rocky Patel doesn't do him wrong. I mean, if he puts his name on it, it's right. And this, uh, this Catch-22 certainly does not disappoint. Scotch, bourbon, and beer. Commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. This, uh, today, the libation is beer. It's beer. Why? Because I'm fancy. That's what. It's uh, it's Oktoberfest. You're right, Steve. Our producer reminded me that we are going to be trying several beers over the course of this program in honor of October, Oktoberfest. You know, hey, let's throw more good vibes towards German culture because God knows they need it. Today we'll be drinking a microbrew, Bold City Brewery, from the Sunshine State, from Jacksonville. Today we have the Mad Manatee IPA, a wonderful balance of hops and malt. This IPA is loaded with four hop varieties. You can expect slight sweetness with toasted notes. Okay, what's toasted notes? I don't know, but I'm going to find out in a minute. A wonderful floral aroma, so, and a crisp citrus finish. So it's going to be like a bouquet of carnations and a bunch of oranges, with a little bit of sweet and low on top. I can't wait. So I'm going to, it's in a can. Let me pop it open. Ah. ah got a little foamy on me. Uh, let me give it a pour. Ooh. That pour sounded so good, you'd swear it was from a sound effect library. Let me pour a second one here for my uh, partner in crime, Brady Fisher from Brady's Backyard Barbecue, who's joining me today. Hold on. There you go, Brady. That's for you. This one's for me. Salute, my friend. Ugh. Very good. And cheers to you. I'll tell you right now. This Mad Manatee IPA, if I drink this every day of my life, from today to the day I die, I could quite possibly be the happiest man in the world. This is a fantastic beer. Mm. And it's an IPA. Does anybody know what IPA stands for? Anybody? Brady, do you know what IPA stands for? Uh, no. Actually, something about England and India. Very good. Yeah, you know. Look at you. Who paid attention in alcoholic school? Brady did. That's right. I read a book. IPA, India Pale Ale. Let me drop some knowledge on y'all. Let me drop some knowledge on you. Shoot. About the IPA. India Pale Ale. See, India beers. Beers originating from India were extra hoppy. That it put a lot of hop in them. Not like bunny rabbit hop, like hops hop, 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 hop. I'd put a lot of hop in them because they would ship it to England. It was such a long ride that the extra hop. England to India. No. Yeah. Oh, is, was it the other way around? <laughs> I thought this was Indian beer going to England. You read the book backwards. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so it ruins my joke. Because my joke is going to be the Indian guy. Hello, my friend. Welcome. Look at this very happy beer. I look the happy, happy. I'm happy with happy. Yeah, that worked out well for you. Does that joke go right to the sewer? However, I will tell you, 
This IPA, uh, Mad Manatee from Bold City Brewery out of Jacksonville, Florida. Kudos, my friends. Very, very good. What do you think, Brady? It's nice. It's got a real nice rounded flavor. It's got a good nose. It's good. It's got a good nose. It's so close to Miller Lite, I just love it to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So it's October, October Fest. It's tailgate season. It's a million reasons. It's the fall. A million reasons to be cooking bratwurst right now. Absolutely. Hold on a second. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. IPA was coming back at me. Sorry, Dave. <laughs> I know he's going to hear that. He's like, hey, Tony, we don't run that kind of show. And I'm going to say, who the hell's Tony? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, bratwursts. It's a tailgate season. It's Oktoberfest. When you think of when you think of good things Germans put out, I think of BMWs and bratwursts That's, and, and the Bavarian cream pie. That's my three. That's my three. That works for me. I mean, uh, the bratwurst is a beer-injected bratwurst that we're eating today, and there is nothing wrong with that. Here's the thing about bratwurst, though. They're, I, I don't want to say they're tricky to cook, but well, they're not easy to cook. There's something to it. You know what the ultimate cheat is? Yeah, I, mean, I know. I know what the ultimate you, cheat is. You lay <laughs> yeah, with bratwurst. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh sorry. You lay them all out. You get everybody fed once. The next round go into the tank with the beer and the the beef bouillon, and you just let them hold hot there, and they can pluck them from there. Otherwise, they get dried out. Well, here's what I've done for a couple of years is I always gave them a beer bath while they're raw, and they essentially cook in boiling beer. And what happens is it super infuses the meat mem- inside the membrane with with moisture. So what I, what you're talking about doing is exactly what I'm talking about doing, only flipped. I cooked them beforehand. You throw them on the grill raw and then put them in the beer yeah. afterwards. I think the first people through the line grab one right off the grill. That's as good as it gets. The people that are a little later want a second one. They're going to pull one out of the tank, and it'll be just as juicy and just as tasty. Here's my deal with bratwurst, though. And I'm not some uppity food snob. But you don't put ketchup on these things. Are you kidding yeah, me? I, I'm about are to say, you kidding me? I'm about me? to say, because you know I was a brown belt... At J.C. Penney's. <laughs> I was a yellow belt in karate. But but uh, I, I would judo chop you if you, I saw somebody putting yeah. ketchup on it's a It's not even available. No, it's not, it's not even yeah, out. Leave it at home. Yeah. I, I'd rather you put mayonnaise on the damn thing than, I, put, yes. than put ketchup on it. But the secret to cooking a great brat, seriously, is, in my opinion, and it, Brady differs a little bit, is before you ever throw it on the grill. The pre-grill preparation, I'm all for a little sauna time. A little simmer time. You're not boiling yeah, it in see, beer. You're just simmering it in beer. And what happens is all the beer flavor gets into the meat and you can taste it as you bite it. Yeah, but you see what I saw tonight, which is or today is which is one of the best things about a right. brat, is the fact that you got the crunch on the outside and the juicy on the inside. You soak them down ahead of time, you're never gonna get that. You get the crunch a little bit, but here's the problem with the casing. The casing if you cook it to a point where the casing splits. You pushed it too far. You pushed it too far. You're kind of screwed yeah. on it. What's going to happen is all the moisture yeah. and liquid from the brat's going to pour out onto the grill. Yeah. And not to say that's not fun. And hey, nobody, nobody loves a good flare-up like I do. <laughs> like I told you, it's a, it will be my first out in front of a radio station bonfire with meat that I've yes. ever attended. But yeah. You got to watch the flare-ups. With, There's with, plenty of fat in them. Right. That's okay. for sure. So we have our brats right, right here. They're bunned up. Huh? Yeah. Mm. It's a dark mustard moment. You got to have, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, you can't want for any better. Yeah. I come from Minnesota, Wisconsin, and trust me, we know our brats. We know our, our sausage wheat. There's a couple of things in this life of mine that I've come to regret. A couple of things. I won't get into them all right now, 
One, because we don't have the time. Two, because none of you sons of bitches are licensed therapists. But I will tell you this. I've never regretted a bratwurst, baby. No, I... I oh, it's fantastic. I sat in that Viking stadium how many times in mm. the 10 below zero blowing like a monster. And right. <laughs> all you had to save you was whatever was in your pocket in your flask and that mm. brat to keep you warm on the inside. Fantastic. Fantastic. When we get back... Got brat in my mouth. Hold on here. Ah. When we get back, nothing worse than people eating on the radio. But I tell you what, when we get back, we are going to be uh, puffing our Rocky Patel's Catch 22s, which are absolutely fantastic. Finishing off the Mad Manatee from the Bold City Brewery that we, uh, that we are enjoying very much. And we're going to be moving on to a couple of other beer selections that our producer Steve has procured for us. Maybe you can even join us for a sip or two, Steve, huh? Oh, maybe. It's Saturday afternoon. What the hell is he going to do? All that coming up next. Do not move a muscle. This is The Cigar Dave Show. The Cigar Dave Officers Club ensures you have premium cigars each month. Picked by the general himself. Sign up today at CigarDave.com. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World. A medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, and a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lejero, Estelle Finca Soledad Lejero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. Hi, I know everybody's familiar with the 95 rated Decade, one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade Cigar, it just takes it to another level. You get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. Cuando se marea dolores, cuando se quema de amores, cuando se inmala su vela, cuando se inmala dolores. 
For your comfort and convenience, the general has turned on the No Pleasure Police sign. You may now feel free to enjoy the good life. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. I'm Big Dom Siciliano filling in for the general. Oktoberfest is upon us. And I might have said something to mislead the legions of Cigar Dave listeners who are tuning in this Saturday afternoon. I think last segment I made it sound like that this is the only day of Oktoberfest shenanigans. No, Cigar Oktoberfest the whole month. The whole month. So we're doing beer this weekend yep. and next week. The, we next, can, the next two weekends as well. More we'll be beer. sampling other beers, yes. And then maybe the weekend after that, beer. Potentially, yes. Potentially, quite possibly. Okay, good. Because I, 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 I got a tweet about it. I And then you know, Steve, the executive producer or reducer, depending on the day of the show. Uh, uh, yeah, He's like, we do it all month, damn it. Just because you're filling in for one day, doesn't, the whole Oktoberfest doesn't revolve around you, big boy. September was Bourbon Heritage Month. Correct. October is Cigar Oktoberfest. Did you know that October is also, uh, uh, was it, oh, damn it, I forgot. It's it's, it's a, a Latino. Breast Latino. Cancer Awareness no, Month. No, it's not Breast it's... Cancer Awareness. It's like, it's like <laughs> Spanish Heritage Month or something like that. Uh, it's like mid-September to mid-October is, is Spanish Hispanic uh, Heritage Month. You just can't take a month? No, they, they take, take the middle of, of two, two months. Halves. Two halves. Jeez. <laughs> all right, fine. All right, what do we have here? First of all, for uh, Eric running the board back there, doing a fabulous job. But what's up with that, like, music coming into an Oktoberfest segment? You got the, like, very, uh, very Latino-themed music, which I absolutely love. But we're coming into Oktoberfest. Do you have any, you know, Lederhosen-type crap? Anything? I'll see what we can find for you here. Not right now. It's too late now, man. It's too late now. We got a whole other hour, though. Uh, next hour. Next hour, I want to hear something that makes me wish I wore Lederhosen. Men wore Lederhosen, right, Eric, uh, Right, guys? Eric? Uh, Steve? You don't know? I've never been to Germany. <laughs> I've, never, I've never been to Germany. And if I had, I sure as hell don't want to wear any Lederhosen. Right, I'm pretty we... sure a Private Brian wears a Lederhosen. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. All right, let's see what we got here. Let me get a couple of cups ready here. We have... From the Highland Brewing Company from Asheville, North Carolina, the Clawhammer Oktoberfest Lager. Brady, do you have any idea what makes a lager different than a IPA, different than a stout? I mean, I know what a stout is different, yeah. but... The bratwurst um, were amazing. Yeah, you've done your <laughs> yeah, job. Yeah, like, Nobody <laughs> told you there would be a freaking yeah. beer test. Yeah, exactly. I brought you in for your beer drinking oh, skills, wow. not your beer science Oof. skills. Uh, the well, This is the Highland Brewery out of Highland Brewing Company out of Asheville, North Carolina. They started business in December of 1994, built almost entirely out of retrofitted dairy equipment. Oh, man. So if you guys get a little taste of cottage cheese or something mm. in your beer, it is not my fault. I have not tried anything from this brewing company yet. I am looking dairy forward equipment. to it. Aren't we talking udders and stuff like that? Well, I mean, no, I think by the time it gets to the how equipment. How do you make a beer with that? Should they not in Wisconsin? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I only pour a glass for you, Brady. There's a bra- glass for you, Steve. And. Okay. What uh, does yours look like? Because uh, mine looks like it's got milk in it. Yeah, it, you know, it, it has a little foamy. Yeah, a little it has foamy. It has a nice amber color to it. Let me get the bouquet. We look like such nerds. Doesn't smell as well as the last one. The last one from the Bold City Brewery. Yes, the Jacksonville people. Let's see what we got here. The Clawhammer Oktoberfest is a lightly colored but toasty, rich and full-bodied Marzen-style lager brewed with traditional German malt, 
and the finest noble hops. A spicy hop finish and aroma balance too. Okay, fine. Let's give it a shot. Over the lips and through the gums. Watch out, stomach. Here it comes. That's really good. You know what? I, I really, like it better than the other one. I really like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. But seriously, it's not as heavy. No, it it's is not, not as, heavy. as heavy. It is a, it is, I, I definitely taste the spice in it. I yeah. definitely taste the uh, full bodied uh, lager with the traditional German malt, but uh, it, it is, it's, it's very good. It's it would, totally unfair. You're the only one with a cheat sheet. I was going to throw something witty in, but I have nothing yeah, to work off I, of. I'm very re- smooth. <laughs> I'm reading it. Smooth? That's another great word. Well, it is smooth, yeah. And it's lighter. And I like lighter. Lighter's better. Yes, you're I right. I don't want to feel like I ate a steak. I just want to have a beer. Especially when I'm eating bratwurst. Yeah. I yep. eat something heavy on yeah. top of something heavy. This is a Absolutely. fantastic brew. No question. Totally agree. Kudos to the guys at the Highland Brewing Company. If you guys see the Clawhammer Oktoberfest Lager. Pick up a bottle, support a small business, and, uh, and, uh, and drink out of their be- drink their beer made from former dairy equipment. No cottage yeah. cheese in here. Though. No cottage cheese. No. Co- I haven't felt a lump or nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Well, maybe it's That's small good. curd. Who knows? Small curd. There you go. <coughs> wow. Put down the wrong pipe. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking beer with me. I tell you, honestly, and I I enjoy beer. I I I like beer. Let's put let's put it that way. But I don't want to say I like beer like a guy. I like beer. Listen. Honestly, if I drink a 12-pack a year, that's a lot of beer for me. I'll save my calories for desserts. You know, that's that's just how I roll. When's dessert month, huh? Let me host that month. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. We'll start with some creme brulee and have some tiramisu. Oh, please. I'll even put some schnitzel in there to to satisfy the Germans. But, uh, But so... I'm just developing my palate, which, you know, most men will look at me and say, you're a wimp. And that's true. I am a wimp. However, uh, I'm learning to appreciate beer and learning to, from when I would always think, ah, this, you know, I would always order like a Bud Light because it was, I thought, the most palatable of the bunch. Turns out there's a billion great palatable ones. You just have to uh, order it up at the bar. Or you could be a total sissy like me and just get a hard cider. Yeah. Which, which yeah. you know, hey, listen, I'm not, I'm not embarrassed to be that guy. I go to, you know, uh, last week I was up in Indiana. We stopped by uh, uh, Notre Dame, stopped by the stadium. We saw the Newt Rockney entrance and the Lou Holtz entrance and took a picture in front of Touchdown Jesus. And there's a bar right across the street called O'Rourke, O'Rourke's Bar. And me and a couple of buddies, we go there, we sit down, and all my buddy will, I'll take this kind of beer, and I'll take this kind of beer. And then the lady gets to me, and she, I say, do you have a cider? Do you have a hard cider? <laughs> and then she said, yes, and they had one. And I said, okay, I'll take that one. And she comes back with the beer for all my friends. And then me, she's, oh, and by the way, sir. And the sir was like really sarcastic because I ordered a cider. And she says, we're out of it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> They're out of one bottle. Ow. That was the sound I made. Ow. And then after like a pause, which was much more dramatic than I would care for it to normally be, I was like, well, I'll, I'll just have a Sprite. You can imagine, what, you can imagine like, what my friends well, had to say about me. Way to step up for a Sprite. We know who's driving everywhere. We'll have another. <laughs> He's like, go ahead, because you guys are real men. Then I said, bring out the dessert menu. They had like this banana split cake, which yeah. was fantastic. Let's go banana cream pie on your right. face and see how you hold up. I'll, I'll take a banana cream pie on my face any day. All right, what are we trying next here? Steve, you're going to hate me because I know you do all this prep and you expect me to read it. I lost a sheet on this. This is uh, the, a pale ale, queen of the night. Now, this is very appropriate because it has a very Halloween look yeah, to it. Definitely. 
I think Day that's the Mexican. The dead. One, isn't you know it? what? I, we're gonna find the sheet and we're gonna do it next hour. That's what we're gonna do. Works we, for me. How are we doing on time, Eric? I gotta take a break now. Pretty close. Talk to me. Okay, there's the music. So you know what that means. The music means I gotta shut up. All right. This is Big Dom Siciliano filling in for the General Cigar Dave. You can reach us on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. You can reach me personally at Big Dom. Siciliano. I look forward to hearing all of your comments and critiques of my surprisingly mediocre performance filling in for the general. When we get back, we'll be talking with Missouri Matt about home brewing, so do not move a muscle. This is a Cigar Dave extravaganza. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. I am Big Dom Siciliano filling in for the General. Hope you're all having a great weekend wherever you are. Cigar Dave will be joining. Oh, Cigar Dave will be returning back to the uh, helm of the show next week. However, we want to pass along some news. Uh, Cigar Dave, I spoke with him several times already this week. He wanted me to just relay this to the audience. His father. Dr. Z, known by uh, the members of the Cigar Army, the Surgeon General of the Cigar Army. He he passed away this week. He passed away on Tuesday night. So Dave is tending to family matters. He missed last week because he was with his father, and of course he's missing this week. Dave was very close to his father. And joining me now, Steve Versnick, executive producer of the program. Uh, Dave will be back next week. He will be back next week. Uh, he's spent the last couple weeks with his father and, and mother and uh, cigar mother and cigar sister. Um, passed away peacefully. Um, had deteriorated in health for a couple weeks. and right. uh, But the family was around, and uh, he's in a better place now. I'm sure Dave will have plenty to say about it next week. You know, it's a tough situation for he and his family. Yeah, anyone who knows Dave knows how close he was with his father. and yeah, Absolutely. And, uh, uh, how much yeah. he looked up to him and respected him and uh, learned from him. So it's, it's, a, uh, it's a tough time for the whole whole family. And, uh, you know, you, you think back, you know, there's a different relationship you have with your father when you're a grown man. And uh, I lost my father several years ago, so I, I know what Dave is going through. And you have a different respect and a different, uh, just different bond. And, you know, no, very few people, I, you know, that I've known are closer to their father than Dave 
was. And, you know, so we are grateful to be able to fill in for him this week. Um, and he'll be back next week. So Dr. Z of, uh, of Buffalo, New York, <clears throat> he has thousands of friends. He's been to many cigar-related uh, events. Uh, Dave was telling me he's been to the Buffalo Smoke on the Water in years past. He's yeah. been to Tampa, Tampa Cigar, cigar Fest. Festival. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Um, if anyone wants to send a message to Dave, uh, you can tweet him at Cigar Dave Show, uh, right. Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave, or email is Cigar Dave at Cigar Dave.com. And I can tell you, you know, all kidding and all show aside, Dave would truly appreciate your uh, your messages and your condolences. So please feel free if you are so inclined to do so. And, uh, and that's that. However, the one order the general did give us is proceed forth. Uh, do not... Uh, do not do the show on a somber tone. Do it in uh, do it how you would normally do it. Live it up and have a have a have a hell of a show. Is how he left me. Mm-hmm. Well, Kick you know, off Cigar Oktoberfest. <laughs> that's right. Cigar Oktoberfest is here. Is this the first Saturday of Cigar Oktoberfest? Yes, we did the. Uh, we wrapped up Bourbon Heritage Month last week because uh, Dave missed the last couple shows. So. Oh, too bad I couldn't be here last week. I would have brought my hollow leg. Would have had to <laughs> called my driver to take me home. Oof. All right. So uh, to continue with the beer theme, which we've had, we tried to sample a couple of excellent beers last hour, and uh, we cooked bratwurst last hour. Which I think, now that I'm, now that I've been with this piece of bratwurst for about 25 minutes, Brady, I think this might be the best bratwurst I've had certainly in the last four weeks. What can I tell you? And that's a high compliment because I tell you right now, I eat more than my fair share of bratwursts. So thank you very much. I'm here to teach. <laughs> to teach? What? Well, hey, easy now. It's not, it's not my first uh, bratwurst rodeo. Not like I'm cooking tri-tip and I need your help, California boy. Oh, believe me. Have you? Uh, amazing how crazy. Well, that's a whole other show. That's, that's but a different yeah. show. I mean, there used to be a grilling show I focused on wow. that. But anyway, uh, joining us now, uh, a good friend of the program, Missouri Matt. Uh, Matt, can you hear me? Sure can. Okay, fantastic. Missouri Matt joining us from the heart of the Ozarks. Is that right? That's right. Ozark, Missouri, as a matter of fact. Now, let me get this straight. You deliberately chose to live in the Ozarks. I did. Did you lose a bet? <laughs> no, not at all. I, uh, I decided to go to school at the University of Missouri in Columbia, Missouri, which is in the center of the state. Go Mizzou Tigers. Go Tigers! We're going to see the see them play the Bulldogs this Saturday. As a matter of fact, great. And uh, no, so uh, yeah, I fell in love with the state and found myself uh, out doing a lot of uh, fly fishing and floating uh, in all of the the great rivers we have here in the Ozarks, and fell in love with the area and just decided to move down here. And then you married your sister and moved to the Ozarks. <laughs> no, I didn't marry my sister, but I did I did find my lovely bride Anne and fell in love with her and we now have a family and we have two beautiful little girls Fantastic. and uh, her family uh, lives here and she's from here so uh, this is where we reside now. Fantastic. I'm joined in studio with uh, Brady Fisher from Brady's Backyard Barbecue, all of which although you and I have not met personally, uh, the, the my, Brady, myself, are both close friends with your father, uh, C- Colonel Ange of the Cigar Army. I spoke with him this week, and I said, hey, Ange, we're going to have to talk to you this Saturday on the Cigar Dave Show. And he's like, damn, let me tell you, you should talk to my son. That's a pretty good impression of your old man, isn't it? <laughs> damn. pretty close, sure. <laughs> let me tell you something. You should talk to my son, Missouri Matt. He's a home brewer, so you, you brew your own beer. That's correct. So... Listen, yep. if, if I wanted to get into this, is, is this something that's relatively easy to do? Start your own little home brewing business thing or, or what? 
Most definitely. It's something that I think a lot of people, when they first hear about it, might be intimidated by it and think that it takes all kinds of expensive gear and all kinds of time. And, and you know, there is chemistry and science involved, but I, w- I will tell you straight up that I refuse to get involved in any of the chemistry and science, and I have boiled it down to the simplest and easiest method and still come up with some of the most delicious homemade beers that you could possibly imagine. See, I'm totally with you on not getting involved with the chemistry or science. In fact, I'd never even got involved in language arts in school. I can barely even read. So you know, <laughs> but when, you, when you think of the idea of having a, a – now, you have, a, you have this in your home. Is, is that fair to say, or is it a, like a group or what? Yeah, it's actually a little bit of both. We have a group that gets together on a regular basis, uh, and we have uh, a, a kind of a what we call our brew house that we get together at. But then also I have a setup in the garage as well, too. Hey, Matt, this is Brady. I know your father very, hey, very well. We've I'm, spent some time I'm up there in Buffalo with him. openly on the radio. Well, I did, and I just wanted to point out that uh, when I look into your father's eyes, I can actually see your bootlegger history. And uh, the fact that you're brewing beer in a basement doesn't surprise me whatsoever in Missouri. (laughs) Well, listen, I will tell you this. It is, of course, it is perfectly legal. So for any of your listeners that are interested in taking this up as a hobby, uh, as a matter of fact, I believe the, uh, the laws are uniform across the United States. So a single human being can brew up to, uh, 50 gallons of homemade beer a year. And if you have another uh, 21 or over adult in your house, I believe the law says that you can brew 100 wow. gallons of homemade beer a year. Now, I'm not an attorney at law, nor do I play one on TV, but I believe those <laughs> numbers are accurate. So how much are you brewing a year? You know, it, it varies. He'd rather not time. say. Yeah, yeah. No comment. Okay. <laughs> I'll plead the fifth on that. Fine, fine. Fair <laughs> enough. I get it. So, but what goes into it? What, what, where would I even start? Because I've seen the, like... Like in like a, like 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 a like a TJ Maxx type store. I've seen like the start your own home brewery. It's a big plastic brown bottle, and like for twenty nine bucks, I can have beer in a couple of weeks. What's involved in making your own beer? Sure. So there's a couple of methods to it, and the first advice that I'm going to give to your listeners out there is, in almost any town in America, you have uh, access to some sort of home brewing materials. So. So we're pretty blessed here in this area. We have one of the best homebrew stores in the country in this area, and it happens to do mail order all across the country. But, you know, no matter what town you're calling from, I bet you if you were to, you know, get on the Google box or get in the yellow pages, if people still use those, and just look for homebrewing supplies, I bet you find a place that's within driving distance. And and if you don't, there's a million places you can order the stuff online. But it, it is very, very easy to do, and it literally takes just a little bit more equipment than it takes maybe to make a good batch of chili, and you're going to get started brewing beer. Okay, hold on. Because yeah. I make good batches of chili. Yeah. Yeah. I have a pot, a spoon. Oh, that's a key. Right. All right that's, a key, that's a key element. You okay. have two of the key tools that are needed to make beer, right? I there. have a pot, a spoon. I have two spoons, a wooden spoon and a metal spoon. I, You know, I'm, I'm bipolar. And then I have cans of beans and ground beef and tomatoes and uh, celery, onions and garlic and whatever else I feel like throwing in there. So, yeah, how... so we're going to leave the beans and the onions okay. out, but we are going to use the pot and the spoon. Okay. And uh, there's a couple of methods to doing this. So one is what's called all-grain brewing. And all-grain brewing gets back to the real origins of brewing, and that is uh, just using nothing more than barley, hops, water, and yeast to make beer. I and guess... it's a little bit longer of a method. 
uh, to do all grain brewing when you start with just strictly grains. Uh, but we're still talking, or you know, a reasonable uh, Saturday project. We're talking maybe a six-hour project or so before we have something to ferment. So how long? Well, hold on. Now those are the four ingredients: barley, hops, water, and what was the other one? Yeast. yeast, yeast. So those four ingredients go into all grain beer. What other ingredients are like the, some of the bigger manufacturers putting in there? Is that like the the citrus infused beers I'm seeing, or the or the like the pumpkin ales? Is that where like other ingredients would come in? Oh sure. Or there's adjuncts that go into beer, things that, that can be added like rice or oatmeal, um, other other fermentables other than the barley. You know, you of course you've seen wheat beers sure. uh, in the stores. Uh, beers, like you said, that are inf- infused with fruit. There's all kinds of things, really. Anything that has the ability to uh, either have sugar or starch in it or create sugar or starch has the ability to be fermented and make beer. But the origins of beer come from barley, hops, water, and yeast. How long do you let it ferment once you've produced this? Is it? Is it? It's not a mash. What? 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 What is it that you produce? It is a mash. Okay. Is, absolutely. Okay. So, so what you do is you start off with with grains, okay? And those grains are malted barley. And you start off with those, and you start a mash. And your mash, your mash ton could be something as sophisticated as a computer programmed, you know, giant vat in one of these commercial breweries, or you could be like in Matt's garage where you just use a big igloo cooler. <laughs> okay, and oh. we, we heat water up to about 170 degrees. Whoa, hold on, hold on. My, hold on. Matt, my yeah. mind is blown. You make beer in an igloo cooler. Absolutely. Okay, all right. people all around the country. All right, stop right there, you lunatic. We're going to have to take a break right here, but we're going to pick you up all on right. the other side. We're going to finish this conversation with Missouri Matt. Number one son. Oh, I shouldn't say that, number one son. Number... Mm. Number one son tied <laughs> with Gio of Angelo yeah. Puccio, uh, Colonel Ange from the uh, Cigar Army. We'll, we'll pick up with you in, the, in a minute, Matt. Stay on hold. We'll get right back to you. Wow. He's making it in his – it sounds very rednecky if you ask me. I, 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 I mean, he'll, we'll get to it with him, but it sounds very rednecky. Do not move a muscle. This is the Cigar Dave Show. Don't get caught shorthanded without premium cigars. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club to get three cigars shipped directly to you each month to enjoy like a true alpha male. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to local tobacconist, 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts, 
You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. to life, liberty, and the pursuit of pleasure. It's the General Cigar Dave. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. I'm Big Dom Siciliano filling in for the General. Fear not, though, he will be back next week. We pick up our conversation with Missouri Matt, home brewer, who is apparently doing it in his garage in an igloo cooler. I'll tell you right now, Matt, this couldn't sound more disgusting. Yeah, I know. We got off to an interesting start there, didn't we? We really painted a picture for your, for your listeners <laughs> of, of brewing out of an igloo cooler to cry. I was trying to make it sound just how easy it is and okay. how you don't have to be intimidated by the gear. Fair enough. And, and it can be gear that simple um, in order to brew beer. It doesn't have to be. I mean, I have some beautiful stainless steel gear that I have that's been handcrafted just for manufacturing beer. But it just so happens a part of the process takes in takes place in a very painstakingly clean igloo cooler that is used for only uh, for only brewing beer. It is not used uh, on the weekends in order to tote beers uh, uh, or tote you know beverages to uh, tailgating parties or anything of that nature. See, so. I'm so disgusting. I use igloo coolers for brining turkeys. So I'll put, I'll put well, no, that's not disgusting. That's very practical. Well, right, but that's thinking practical I'm... to use that same igloo cooler to then also go ahead and make beer. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. I have one cooler. It's meant for brining. So my luck, I'd use the same thing, and you'd be like, this beer tastes a little bit like raw turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that would be a new flavor. That could be a thing. Bro, you should capitalize on that. So, you know, one thing that we talk about when we're homebrewing is we say, you know, if you make a little mistake here or you make a little mistake there, there's a famous homebrewer named Charlie Papazian who said, don't worry, have another homebrew. There's one... And, and only one element in brewing that there is no room for error in, and that is sanitation. Right. Be- 
because we have a live culture, okay, we, are, we have living yeast that are consuming the fermentable sugars in our, in our wort, which is what beer is called before it is beer, and then producing alcohol, okay? It produces alcohol and CO2. And anything that gets in there that can throw that off, a wild yeast that's unintentional, a bacteria, something of that nature can completely, and that is the one thing that can really completely and totally ruin the taste of our beer. So sanitation is of the utmost importance. Now, Brady was telling me that he is apparently boned up on the virtues of fermented liquids. Is that right, Brady? Yeah, absolutely. I was just out in Lake County, California, doing some of the wine things out there, and they are talking about anything, literally anything fermented is just really good for your body. Yeah, I've heard some of that. Yeah, I mean, that gets into, uh, you know, yogurts and yep. kimchi. All the and, right... Uh, uh, chemicals and all the right it's a proper cre- balance for your body yeah, yeah this probiotics thing and all that stuff is all tied into the fermentation thing which brings us back to consuming more beer yes let's get back to basics so well here's the beauty of homemade beer the beauty of homemade beer is in general it's uh, going to be very very high in b12 vitamins and how could that be bad for you absolutely mm-hmm. it's practically a damn health food yeah yeah exactly now what is the alcohol content of the beer that you're producing? Well, here's the, here's the beautiful thing about home brewing, right? So uh, just like you can go, uh, just, just, just like you can make a, a batch of chili to taste just exactly the way that you want it to taste, you can do the same thing with your beer. So you can make your beer taste exactly the way that you want your beer to taste, and you can also make it the exact alcohol level that you want it to be. Okay, by letting it ferment longer? So it's a little bit, it's a little bit of, a, of a multitude of things, but the key thing is how much fermentable sugars you make available to the yeast and to make sure that you have a yeast population that's substantial enough to consume all of those uh, fermentable sugars and create enough alcohol to get to the level that you're shooting for. Geez, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I thought you said at the beginning of the conversation you didn't really – follow the science and chemistry yeah. stuff i'm waiting for it to ready? get scientific yeah. here because uh, so far i understand it all yeah, yeah. My, yeah my mind's <laughs> about to explode with like oh fermentable sugars i mean no offense i mean you're a great guy and you know i know your family but you sound like the biggest nerd right now oh man i, I could i could never make this <laughs> well here's the crazy thing with brewing okay if you have those people that are kind of geeky and techy and like to get into all the the uh the aspects of the, the fine details you, you have the ability to do that with brewing because it is a science. It truly is a science. Okay, I, I definitely buy but, that. But, but the truth of the matter is, you know, with a little bit of help from somebody at a homebrew store and just a little bit of time, really honestly, anyone that can boil water can make good beer. Matt, I appreciate your insight to it. Next time I'm up in the Ozarks of Missouri, I'm going to wear two belts and come and visit you, my friend. Fantastic. Can't right. wait to see you, gentlemen. All right, buddy. Take it easy. Thank you very much. Missouri Matt. Son of Colonel Ange joining us on the show. Talk a little home brewing. You know, part of me really wants to try it, but part of me doesn't give a crap. I don't know because beer is so easy to buy. I'm sure it's rewarding to try your own beer, though, right? It's got to be like eating your own barbecue, Brady. Well, it's like a house brand. I mean, you know. Yeah, something like that. When we get back, we're going to have more beer tastings, more cigar smoking, more pontificating, and more general shenanigans. So do not move. This is The Cigar Dave Show.
The October selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is the Aging Room Small Batch Quattro F55 from Boutique Blends. The Quattro F55 is a small batch using only Habano seed tobacco grown in the Dominican Republic. It's easy to join the Officers Club. Get all the details at CigarDave.com. this difficult and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple cap using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa. It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. Enjoy it, I promise you're going to love it. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Dear. Dear. Dear everybody. Dear. Some great sing-along songs, ladies and gentlemen. We'd like to have everybody join in and sing along with the band. In heaven, there is no fear. That's why we drink it here. And when we're gone from here, our friends will be drinking all the beer. 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 I know all the words to this song. Beer. Beer. Two songs I know all the words to. This song and Don't Call Me Al. No, you can call me Al. I don't even know the words to that song, damn it. <laughs> call me Al by uh, Paul Simon. Okay. Welcome to uh, the Cigar Dave Show. Big Dom Siciliano filling in for Cigar Dave. If you'd like to get a hold of the general, he's still available via Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show. Also, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. And you can uh, get a hold of me on Twitter. How about that? At Big Dom Siciliano. I'd love to hear from you. Unless you're going to tell me I'm doing a terrible job, and then I would really love to hear from you. But we continue on with Cigar Oktoberfest maneuvers with a beer that uh, executive producer Steve Versnick had picked for us to sample. A pale ale, Queen of the Night. And this is a very ghoulish-looking bottle. So, Steve, was this the number one... Uh, criteria for you picking craft beers, the the interesting bottles. Uh, it's part uh, part of the selection process. It really is. When you go to a, a, a supermarket or, or a beer store, or even like a place like World of Beer or Beer Country, whatever the hell you go, the you really don't know a lot about the craft beers. The bottle, the the artwork is, is what appeals to you at first. There's no doubt about it, yeah. A lot of people buy just based on the label. Well, this is spooky as hell, quite frankly. I'm almost afraid to drink it. <laughs> and then I read on that it's a Mexican brewery. Hmm. 
which I have several other reservations about, which I won't get into right now. However, I continue to learn about this brewery solely because Steve is an excellent producer and he gives me this information. Day of the Dead beer is the first fully developed, fully accessible craft beer to come out of Mexico brewed at Cerveza Mexicana. I mean, I know how to say Cerveza, but... They, they, they Spanished it up, or mexican it up really good. Cervecesia <laughs> Mexicana. Uh, this is a Mexican-owned and operated brewery. It's Mexican brewed. The brewery is located 100 yards from the U.S. border in Tecate. Well, there you go. Did I say it right? There, yeah, absolutely. Right? That, you Spanish, nailed it. Right? You, well, yeah. the bottom half. Yeah. 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 Tecate, yeah. Mexico. Tecate, Mexico. It is a beer, Tecate. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, so, very, very traditional beer. I imagine Tecate is a... Beer place. Brewery hub in Mexico. <laughs> but still. Now, not sure if it came legally or illegally across well, the border. it's 100 yards from the Mexican border. Wow. So that's a tough call. Tell me that yeah. place doesn't have a tunnel yeah. in it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. All mm. right. So, knowing absolutely nothing about this brewery, I'm going to guess, possibly putting my own life in peril, that it's owned by <laughs> drug lords. Well, I don't know. I don't know this to be probably, true or false. Probably a, a not, nothing that anybody would argue with. There. Yeah. Okay. So, the water is filtered via reverse osmosis. As so, all water in Mexico should, should be. be. Absolutely, no question. Montezuma is like, you get off yeah. easy this time. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. You're not going to kill me. Don't feed me an ice cube. All right. <laughs> 75,000 barrels and uh, with, they have plenty of room to expand. Very good. So that's a little bit about the brewery. And uh, let's give it a shot. It's Day of the Dead Brewery. Ooh. It's a pale ale. It's a pale ale, which uh, which means it's pale, right? Product of Mexico. Let's <laughs> let's pour some of it. Wow. This one's for this one's for Steve. Very Here we go, Steve. Enjoy. Salute. Well, it just so you know, it sounds delicious. Yeah, hold on. There we go. A little wow. bit like that. Yeah. It is as dark as a brown bottle. The, well, Unbelievable. It, it, it is. It's a it's a very dark yeah. beer, and uh, quite frankly, yeah. give it a little sniff test. Yeah. It smells fine. Joanne would appreciate that. She smells everything. Right. Yeah. And she's and she's Mexican. Yeah. So this she's, is right, this this right up Joanne's be, alley. Yeah. Hey, Joanne, if you're listening, we love I, you, babe. I might have to refer to Gigi on this one. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right. So let's give us, a, give us a swig here. Which, and you know what? As I think about it, Cigar Day would be so frustrated with me conducting beer maneuvers like this. Hey, let's give it a swig here. He takes his time with it. He really gets into it. Me, you got to smell it. Yeah. I'll meet See the, how it is on the nose. I just want to choke down a couple of Cheez-Its and... Swirl it around. Yeah, that's wow. Look for the legs, right? The, it's not in wine. The, you look legs. For the legs. What is wrong with you? You look for the wine. You look for <laughs> yeah. the legs, right? Look, yeah, but that's not wine you have in your hand. Believe me, please. It's yeah. All right, let's try this. I dig it. I like it. I'm, I'm waiting for something you don't like. I like it, Mister Fruit Punch. What What do you like, Mister? I don't like well, beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we it. haven't found one you didn't like yet. Yeah. <laughs> what, what 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 do you think? I think it's got a really heavy burnt taste Before almost to it. Before you say another word, Brady, my good friend, I want to remind you that not two and a half minutes ago, I said that there's a very real possibility that this brewery is owned by drug lords. Oh, now, what do I you- think this is the fruitiest, funnest beer I've ever had in my entire life. This should have come from Canada. It's so nice. Fantastic. <laughs> See? So that's all three of us. We all love it. So any drug lords listening out there. Be sure to tell them you don't have any problems with you guys. Wow. You don't want to get shot on a lake as we're uh, as we're, as we're in, in Texas. All right. So, uh, all right. Seriously, would you buy this beer? 
Would I buy this well, beer? Well, here's the, here's the deal. It's a craft beer. You don't know. That's, it, it, it's well, a crapshoot. The problem with craft beer is there's no such thing as a bad craft beer. Every craft beer is different. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. It's that simple. It's all sold from my basic experience based on alcohol content. Here's the name. Here's the picture. Here's the alcohol content. That's how you know what you want to drink. Okay. Let me see. What do you, oh, not that it matters. This is a 4.8% alcohol by that's, value. That's very mild. It's very little. Yeah, let's see what the other one was. The uh, Highlander one that we had a little bit ago. The Clawhammer Oktoberfest. Claw, yeah, that's right. What did I say next? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the hell I'm saying here. You said Highland, the brewing Highland. company. Well, that's it has good. like a, you're right, on the bottle, it has some guy blowing a Easy. Bag, bagpipe. <laughs> okay. Bagpipe. Yeah, you hey, need to finish that sentence. That still doesn't sound better. I should, that was a bad place for a pause. It doesn't even say on the label what this one is in. Well, be. most of the ones are up in the high fives and the high sixes are the ones that are just, and they cost seven, eight bucks for a pint. I mean, right. you pay for it. It's not like it's the same price as regular beer, but. And here's what I got to say about regular beer. Like your, 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 your Budweiser and your Coors Light and your Coronas, you know what you're getting. Oh yeah. You know, it's the same every single time. But these guys do that too. These guys take great solace to make sure their beer is perfect every time. Sure, but as a consumer, it's a crapshoot when you first buy it. You don't know what you're getting. You're spending four to six bucks a bottle yeah. know, on some of these on some of these yeah. bottles. I think this bottle was about two dollars. Or that. Thanks for shooting me right in the yeah. foot. With yeah. my <laughs> this one. I'm, uh, no, there's others that are eight <laughs> well, or nine bucks. You know, the problem um, is with craft beer. When you went to Denver and you stayed in Denver, you drank something made in Denver and right. you couldn't get it here. Right. Craft beer. Now, 99% of these things are available worldwide practically, and I just don't get the craft f- concept. They're built, they're made by giant breweries, and it's you can get it anywhere. I love the niche of going and eating and drinking in a local place. And that's what you left behind. If you want to go back, that's what you go to. Drinking this here doesn't... The fact that we can get a ale that's made 100 yards from the Mexican border yeah. in a yeah. supermarket in the middle of Tampa, Florida. Is... Yeah. But, but it's... back to your point, too, the great thing is now when, when you go into your, your liquor store, you know, today I went over to ABC here in Tampa, and, and you can buy one bottle. Right. You know, and so I picked up six or eight different bottles uh, that we could, you know, try tonight or cans and bottles that you didn't have to go buy a six pack or a 12 pack to of a beer. We don't know what it tastes like. You know, we haven't sampled it yet. So I'm going to need your help with the pronunciation of the next yeah. brewery. <laughs> it's, you slaughtered uh, the last one. How bad can this be? <laughs> it's it's Omegang. That's close enough for me. O M M E G A N G. Omegang. Any Cooperstown, New York. You want to take a whack at it? No, I'm thinking Omegang sounds great. Okay, Omegang. Omegang. From Cooperstown, New York, like you said. Anybody know what famous thing is in Cooperstown, New York? I'm going to go with the baseball thing. That's the only thing I know about Cooperstown, New York. Yeah. Your picture? Really? How's your picture in Cooperstown, New York? I'm in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Get out of here. Oh, man. I was thinking prison or something. Was some player from like the 1890s named Steve Versnick? No, no. Actually, my picture is in the Hall of Fame. Okay. When Pete Rose made a hit, you're like in the crowd? No, no. Marty Brenneman went in the hall in 2000. Right. Reds announcer, still calling games. Yeah, yeah. In the shot that they used when they came and took his picture in the booth, I'm in the background. Holy Get moly, it's a here. celebrity. I was working with him that game. You, you are like the third most famous person I know. No, well, no kidding. My name's not in the hall, but my picture is. The first f- most famous person I know is Cigar Dave. The yeah. second most famous person I know is Mick the Brit. Yeah. And now you. Holy moly, what I a crew. I had no idea. 
I'll show you the picture. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yes, that's right. Yesterday was his birthday. Happy b- birthday to your daughter. Yeah, that's right. I know this because he shares a birthday with my daughter. Wow. And sometimes both of them act like three-year-olds. All right, moving on. <laughs> I thought I acted like a two-year-old. That's a compliment. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. I'm, I'm getting older. Mm. Uh, what is this? This is three philosophers. It's a unique blend of Belgian-style dark ale. And Leifman's Creek, oh, an authentic cherry ale so from good. Belgium. A cherry chestnut in color. It's opaque, but not cloudy, with full carbonation topped by a smooth tan head. Hey, you know who else has a smooth tan head? Mm. Me. Look, see, all my, all my hair's good. Look at that. Huh? All right. All right, so me and this beer have a lot in common. One, we're both from New York. Two, we both have smooth tan heads. And let's go. Give her a shot. Holy moly, is that dark. It's darker than the other one. That is amazing. There you go, Brady. Very dark amber color. Yes. You know, they rate molasses on the level of darkness, you know, from light to dark. There you go, Steve-O. This this should be rated the same way. All right, let's give it a shot. It's so foamy. What did you... It's like... We have to give it a second. I'll tell you, what, Eric. Let's take a let's take a break here because it's going to take all of five minutes for the At head least. of this beer to dissipate yeah. a little bit. All right, we're going to take a break right here. When we get back, we're going to sample this three philosophers beer uh, from the Oh My Ga- Gang Brewery. <laughs> oh My Gang Brewery, and uh, we will wrap mm. this award-winning episode <laughs> of the Cigar Dave Show up. I don't know who the hell is going to give this show an award. Yeah. But uh, but somebody better, damn it. All the right, bratwurst we... were good. Yeah, the bratwurst <laughs> were great. So anytime there's great bratwursts, you certainly can't lose. All right, we'll be back in a couple of seconds. Do not move a muscle. This is the Cigar Dave Show. The General does more than just radio. He's got video now, too. See The General in action by subscribing at YouTube.com slash Cigar Dave. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars, is proud to announce several new cigars. Cellar Reserve Edition Especial has a Corojo wrapper and 18-year aged tobacco. It's a medium-body, full-flavor cigar that's packaged in a beautiful piano-finish mahogany box. Royal Challenge Maduro is set inside a traditional leather-style box with a platinum band and embellishment. It pairs the Habano Honduran binder and Nicaraguan Dominican filler with a perfect broadleaf Maduro wrapper. This mild-body full flavor cigar has a smooth draw with earthy flavorful tones and a sweetness on the lips from the wrapper. The classic cigar Havana blend is from the East India Trading Company. This cigar uses a proprietary blend and filler with 20 different tweakings of the blend to get it just right. It's a box pressed medium body full flavor cigar including earthy nutty overtones. Get these new cigars and all Gurkha cigars at your local retailer. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. 
crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Sanity. The general has turned on the no nagging sign. Naggy dames may now exit the man cave. All right, welcome to the final segment of the Cigar Dave Show. Big Dom Siciliano filling in for the general. Fear not, though, he'll be back next week. We are about to sample Omegang Brewery from <laughs> Cooperstown, New York. The head on the beer has successfully settled on all three of our glasses, oh, I presume. Yep, Brady, yep, yes, yep. gone. Steve, all gone on yours. Yes, three philosophers. Yes, all right. Uh, let's give it a shot. Three, two, one, go. <coughs> oh, my God. Mm, that's good. Oh, my God, I hate it. Good God. What do you think, Brady? Oh, I just... It's got it's... more flavor than the other one. Yeah, it's got more... Oh, it's got more it's flavor got... by a mile. Yeah. No, oh, that's yeah. good. You yeah. Want, you want to drink mine? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. That's, that's really good. Let me give it a second shot. Well, let, let me hold my nose and try it. Hold, hold on. I'm, no, I'm telling you, there's nothing that's going to help this. Not for me. Oh, uh, uh, it's not doing anything for me. No, that's a definitely a more full, rich beer. Uh, it's Yeah, I agree a whole, right. 100% mm-hmm. with you okay. that it's fuller oh, and richer. And it's not heavy. It's not no, thick. No, no. It, it's no. dark, so, dark yeah. in color, but it's not yeah. thick. It's not heavy. It's not heavy. Not thick. Not good. Not good. Well, Steve liked it. No, so, it's very good. So one third of the uh, beer experts here in the studio yeah. uh, dig it, which is fine. Use the term loosely. Yeah. All right. So as I'm trolling the internet, I discover all kinds of amazing things. Sweet. And uh, uh, here, 10 inventive ways to use beer. <laughs> Drinking it is not on the list because we've successfully done that with a variety of uh, drinks so far to, mm. uh, today. Uh, use beer as a hair wash. Okay, I heard mm. of that. You, is that what you use, Steve, to get the uh, beautiful shine? Yeah, this nice shortcut. That's... You could use the rest of my Oh My Gang beer if you want for this little conditioner. <laughs> Tastes like uh, he's already washed his hair with <laughs> Stain removal. If you're drinking a cup of coffee, you spill it on a lush carpet, no problem. Put some beer on it. According to Good Housekeeping, beer is a great alternative to chemical products. I'd still rather drink it. Uh, fertilize your plants. Your plants get thirsty for a drink, too. Beer is a great fertilizer. I guess that makes sense with all the hops. And it's got a lot of good stuff in it, yeah. I would still rather drink it. Killing slugs. Well, that's that's just a given. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. Nobody likes to have slugs mm. over in their garden. So, so they, they don't, don't like get a, drunk, they kill them? I would say, like, nothing like a drunken slug. <laughs> Give me five more of these and I'll be a slug. You'll be killing me. (laughs) Take a bath. While while pouring yourself a tall, cold one, let some flow into your bath. I like to put the brats in a beer bath. Right? That's exactly right. And enjoy the aroma and bubbles soaking into your skin. Similar to wine, there are some antioxidant properties in beer that will leave your skin looking great. Double the meat and twice the fun. If I have enough beers... I think I look just fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need beer to make my skin look good. 
Uh, cooking, duh. Beer is a great marinade. That is true for all types of meat. Leaving the uh, cut tender without impending the flavor of the meat. Adding beers to stews, chilies, or bastes will also help enhance the flavor of a meal. Okay, that comes from the Department of the Fix a Stomachache. Any of you guys ever hear that before? Use a beer to fix a stomachache? Give me a few headaches. Use it to fix a hangover. Right. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I'm not sure what my stomach was thinking. I but... can think of a couple of beers that has yeah. given me a stomachache. Yeah. If your stomach hurts, drinking beer may not be the first thing you think of. However, the carbonation in beer can help soothe your ailing tummy, similar to drinking ginger ale or Sprite when you get the rumbles. No offense mm. to the beer drinkers out there. I will stick with my Sprite. Is that why you got a Sprite at the bar? That's why I had, a, I had an upset tummy. <laughs> Bingo, baby. Uh, helping you sleep. No oh. crap, Sherlock. Yeah, I was going to really? say, there's a, there's a no-doze okay. uh, comment. Yeah. I'm not even going to read that one, <laughs> helping you sleep, please. Uh, what is this? Make a fluffy batter. Well, and you know, the the high carbonation of beer is exactly what does that. If a you lot of make, air in there. If That's, you want to make your breakfast pancakes fluffy, add a beer. Okay, where, I'm not talking breakfast pancakes. Would you, listen, would you listen what this has to say and you can give your come here? If you want to make a fluffy, fluffy ba- breakfast pancake, add a beer where it calls for milk or water. They come out like little breakfast pillows with delicious flavor, which brings back beer battered, shrimp, chicken, yeah. fish. But, I mean, when you're dealing with pancakes, you're talking with a handful of highly intoxicated children, probably. Most likely. You can use beer and bread. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that beer breads before. Yeah, the whole deal. Fermentation So you may not think of using your beer to make a batter, however, but you're right. Beer batter. Beer batter shrimp. Beer batter everything. Everything. Yeah, short of pancakes, I'll give you. I'll take my fist, put it in batter, and fry it and eat that. Done. Yummy, yummy. Love it. So 10 things to do with beer. Then I saw some uh, article off of a website called paste.com, which... I never, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was, the last one was paste.com. This is houtliving.com. Seven tips on how to really enjoy a cigar. Ooh, good. Mm. Don't tell me dip it in beer. Number one, dip it in beer. No, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. It does not say that. Never leave home with just one cigar. No. Excellent rule. You know, I have learned that the hard way countless times. Right. And the best part about me smoking my baller on a budget cigars mm. is I don't mind giving them out to people. You buy them by the bundle. <laughs> You've do. never been short a cigar. I yeah. do. <laughs> Which one of the 40 do you want? A friend of mine who owns a pizzeria told me, never underestimate the power of a couple of pizzas. Give a guy a couple of pizzas, he'll do almost, I'll paint oh, your house. Yeah, no. Give a guy a couple of cigars, same general amazing. concept. You, yeah. you make a friend for life with a bond like no other when you give them a cigar. Ask your tobacconist for guidance. Uh, darker cigars aren't always stronger. That's true. You know, I've always th- I thought that Actually, going in. Actually, the green ones are the, the ones you don't want to get into. They're the ones that are just bam in the head. Is that, where, is that yeah, right? It's the darker ones that are milder and the, yeah. Well, I, I always associated, before I became the pontificating cigar expert that I am, of that darker wrappers always meant more more intense cigars that isn't always oilier flavorful price does not always reflect quality Ar- again that's unarguable that's true in a lot of unarguable beers. no question and it wine, goes with cigars. beer wine cigars right. you're exactly right steve right. yeah hookers well, well i'm not sure actually, about that it does go with hookers we'll go with your life experience <laughs> in the set of mine please believe me <laughs> you just don't want to speak to it i'll admit it it's true Keep track of what you like and what you don't like, most importantly, and why you don't like it. Of course, you always want to go back to your favorites. Uh, there's only one expert in the cigar industry, and that is you. You. Cigar well, Dave. Uh, yeah. Smoke so, what you like. So, there's two. Cigar Dave and yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and when choosing a cigar, remember to use all your senses. Yeah. Don't be scared to look at it, smell it, touch it, because sooner or later you'll be using taste. 
and uh, all of it goes into the experience. I think those are some pretty good tips. I, I, I would I would add one more. What's that? You need the harem. Yes. So yes. You, yes. You definitely need <laughs> in the, the pleasure harem. palace. Yes, and uh, yes. Ms. Kate will arrange those things for us. <laughs> yes, and also the price of the girls on the harem. Yeah, well, I'm harem. not sure how that works yeah, they're either. All but talented. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll show you after the program. <laughs> all right, uh, Cigar Dave will be back next week. Uh, we announced at the beginning of hour number one and hour number two. His father, Dr. Z, had passed this week. He uh, passed on Tuesday. If you'd like to reach out to Cigar Dave, send the comments or a note of condolences, I can tell you right now, as a friend of his, he would certainly appreciate it. You can reach him on Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, mm-hmm. and on Facebook at... Slash Cigar Dave. Yeah, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. Uh, so Before you throw me out right. from the Brady's Barbecue Crew... Condolences to the entire Dr. Z family. Yeah, everybody in the family, our hearts go out to you in this time. And uh, the general will be back next week. As I've announced several times also on this show, the one command that he sent down to us here at Humidor 1A is to have a great show. And quite frankly, we woefully disappointed him. (laughs) Kidding. We did great. Uh, Hope you guys had a good time listening. Uh, The general will be back next week to pontificate about whatever it is he sees fit. And we will certainly welcome him back with open arms and a cigar at the ready. So thank you very much for listening. Until then. Oh, uh, well, crap, Dave. Oh, what is it, Steve? Well, uh, a snappy salute? A snappy salute. Long That's... ashes? Yes. Oh, crap, I'm going to lose it. May I'm your not... humidor always be May full. May your humidor always be full. May your ashes, ashes be long. Ashes be extra, extra long. And separate, separate delicatia. I'm never going to be able to do Always this again. Always pleasure. Always pleasure. No questions. Dave, I appreciate the honor of being able to host your show, my friend, and I look forward to your return next week. I certainly hope I didn't screw it up bad enough. Until then, I'm Big Dom Siciliano saying thanks for listening, man. See you soon. <laughs>